Repercussions proudly bring you a podcast tag team champions of the world, the Savage, Charles Lincoln, the Badass, Tracy Lesage, Beyond the Bell! Wow, that was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys! That was my inner road dog! Inner road dog! Anyway. I feel very overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm clamped. If, if, you, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Uh, we're going to discuss it. Anyway. Um, so. Fuck off, eat shit. What are the words? <laughs> well, no, no. That's, that'd be inappropriate, Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, since you're being a vulgarian... Hold on, mm-hmm. I must have a sip of, uh, of water. You know, by the way, if anyone wants to sponsor the water I drink, I would mention what water I'm drinking right now. But since no one sponsors me, here we go, drinking water that is unnamed. And I'm going to puff my jewel, and if Jewel would like to sponsor me puffing your jewel, then please, I want free jewel pots. You made that <laughs> sound so dirty. I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. Anyway... How y'all doing, people? Welcome to week two of Beyond the Bell. And week 8,953 million of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get right into it. Let's go to NXT. Yes. uh, Where, well, technically the first woman, uh, woman's wrestler we saw on the event was Scarlett. uh, Out there with Carrie and... Carrion Cross doing what I think is the best intro in all of wrestling. Oh my god, I love the intro so much. I got chills. I was like, they really fucking thought this out. Oh yeah, like it's it's and just the presence those two have. Yeah. You know. And then and then they were fighting some dad in his underwear. Um no, I'm sorry, it's Danny Birch, but you know <laughs> Dan, Danny Birch always just looked to me like someone's like dad coming out in the front porch to like finding out that he, like you've come home at like eleven thirty. <laughs> yeah, his, with his daughter, him and his partner Oni Larkin, they always just look like a bunch of dads in their underwear, which is what I think there's a giant missed opportunity that they didn't call the team that. Um, yeah, but I'm like into that, you know, my thing with dads. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically, uh, they had a match. Carrion Cross won, um, leading up to his match this Saturday coming up uh, with uh, Keith Lee at NXT mm-hmm. Takeover on Saturday. Um, Keith Lee comes out with a, uh, contract to sign, uh, Karrion Cross signs it in a way that no one actually signs anything. Yeah, he didn't even look at, he didn't yeah. even look at the thing, he just, like, made a giant, like, loop. Yeah. Like, this I, is supposed to be hilarious, or, I, right? I, like, has to be funny. <laughs> I'm imagining it's just, like, a giant smiley face or something he wrote on there, but... You it's know, a we dick. Will, it's a penis. You yes, know it is. but we will, we will never know because Scarlet used her magic powers to set the uh-huh. contract on fire in Keith Lee's face. Which was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So, um, then we get the first women's match of the evening, which was Mia Yim mm-hmm. uh, versus Indy Hartwell. Um, couple things about this. Indy Hartwell, um, Indy Hartwell is improving every time I see her. Yeah, she is. Like, her facial expressions were better than last time. Um, she only played with her hair twice. You're right. Oh, that was the girl who you complained about her hair. Yes. Yes. yes it's she, like she listened to our podcast. I'm sure she did. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, you know, she had some, uh, she had a great sidewalk slam. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she still looks a little lost every now and then. There were a couple times where Mia Yim was doing a uh, running the ropes, and Indy looked like she didn't really know where you know she was supposed to be standing. But that that's the type of thing experience will fix. Um, it was kind of weird seeing her climb on Mia Yim's back when she's like eight inches taller than Mia Yim. Yeah, it was it, that was interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a taller person in wrestling do that to a person shorter than them before. <laughs> um, really, I mean, Mia Yim won this match, but Mia Yim didn't really do anything special in it. I think it was more to give Indy a chance to, uh, you know, to get a little bit more experience. More and, experience, and yeah. also And also to further the storyline <laughs> of uh, Keith Lee having his eyes burned by uh, Scarlet and Karrion Cross. I really want to see Scarlet attack Mia Yim. I'd love her. I'd love to see her attack anybody. Really, she can attack me. Well, there you go. Like Scarlet <laughs> is actually a pretty good women's wrestler, um, but she mostly functions as a manager in uh, NXT so far. But I'd love to see her put some of her skills to use, and uh, especially, you know, from a storyline perspective, if Keith Lee is not allowed to touch Karrion Cross, having Scarlet attack Mia Yim, and he can't do anything about it. Yeah. You, you know, that's some cool shit right there. That would be cool shit. Wicked cool shit. We also got... Uh, wow, that your your Massachusetts really just came out. out it really did. It's wicked awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we should ask Maki Mock what he thinks about this. Well, he's in the car park eating some chowder. Anyway. Um, oh, so. damn you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have, like... I come from a place with, like, the cool accent. Like, you know, like... No one makes fun of Joe Pesci's accent. Joe Pesci's accent is cool. You look at Joe Pesci, you know Joe Pesci gets shit done. You know? Fucking Massachusetts. We make fun of that accent all the fucking time because it sounds silly. Do not silly. shit on my people. <laughs> 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 they are hey, my people. It's not like I'm putting on a Yankees hat or anything like that. Don't. We have witches, okay? Scarlet, <laughs> Scarlet's with us. <laughs> I don't know where she's from, actually, now that I think about it. I'm just making it up. She's from Salem. Okay, great. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we also had some uh, pretty cool uh, promos from Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, whose yes, name's Ryan. Yes, we did. Um, and they do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if that was the only way you could ever get like a title shot is if your name rhymed with the person who was the champion? <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like I do, like, a... I, mm, like make my wrestling name something that would be making fun of the like m the biggest women's wrestler in the world. Mm. That was actually done in ECW uh, back in the day. Um, back in the day, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the biggest women's wrestler, but it was. Uh, so there was a, a manager named Tammy Lynn Cinch, um, and uh, this uh, guy who she rejected on the show, Lance Storm, got himself a manager who called herself Tammy Lynn Bitch. Nice. Um, and then, of course, she eventually changed her name to Dawn Marie. But for a while, her name was literally just making fun of Tammy Lynn's bitch. I support that. Yeah. Uh, Tammy, who now uh, has a, a dual career of spending time in prison and uh, doing really gross porn. Um, that's, that's pretty much Tammy Lynn Sitch's current career. Um, and talking about how much she hates women's wrestling. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, um, <laughs> man, I wanted to say something that rhymed, but oh well, never mind. Anyway, so they had some really cool promos here talking about their match on Saturday. Uh -huh. Um, I loved Io Shirai's 
promo. Like, she was so menacing when she was, like, mixing Japanese and English and bringing up, bringing up Shayna Baszler beating the shit out of, like, Dakota Kai yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. Like, that was years ago, but the fact that she still brings it up, I love that. Yeah, just, like, do not let that grudge go. Do not let people, like, let live down their, like, horrible defeats. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And, and her being like, you aren't in my head, you just pissed me off. Like, <laughs> I, I, that's gonna be a good match, but I have zero, zero thought in my head that Dakota will win. Like, I cannot imagine Dakota Kai wins that. No, I don't think she will either. Yeah. So... Uh, the next match was uh, KC Squared, uh, which uh, we at CL Squared have decided we are calling them that. Um, yes. Of Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, um, who, as I said, KC Squared, that's your names. Uh, so, you know. KC Squared. Don't attempt to find another uh, tag team name. You have been named. Um, <laughs> versus, versus your favorite uh, little group. The Robert Stone brand. I fucking hate them so much. <laughs> I just oh. like, I'm happy. So like Robert Stone actually gets, who? it was Casey, right? She like yes. kicked him or punched him. And I was like, dude, has it coming? <laughs> yeah, fucking she, fuck stick. She, she made it look like she was going to punch him. He ducked. And then she, she kicked him in the, in the ankle that Shotzi Blackheart had run over in her tank. Yes. So he's already injured ankle. And that was, this was a good match. I really like KC Squared. Yeah, they did a good job. Like, they lost the match, but they're so fun. And, like, they're so... They do all these, like, cool little do -si do moves where, like, you know, one, like, would swing the other one, and then they'd kick uh, Aaliyah in the face. And, um... And, you know, the thing I realized about the Robert Stone brand is that Aaliyah is... Aaliyah's been doing this for a while. Aaliyah started around the same time, like, Sasha and Bailey did. Really? Yeah, but she just hasn't improved at anywhere near the rate of all the women that started with her. Yeah. Like, Aaliyah should be should have been on the main roster years ago if she had improved at the same... Like, Aaliyah was in old-school NXT for, like, years and years and losing matches then. And, like, she just didn't get... And now, now she's finally getting better to where they'll, you know, have her doing stuff. And I think... As much as we don't really, you know, as, as you don't like the Robert Stone brand, I think for Aaliyah as a wrestler, pairing her up with Mercedes Martinez, who's been doing this for 20 years, mm -hmm. I think really help, has helped her learn. It did help her learn. Without, you could see it, too. Yeah, like, and you can tell so there's, like, a new energy to her, and she's, like, excited to be part of a storyline. Mm -hmm. um, but this match, I mean, Mercedes Martinez just kind of came in to do some power moves and stuff. This match was mostly about letting the new girls shine. Yeah, it um, was. Yeah, you know, um, you know, Mercedes didn't have to kick ass and actually win the match, but uh, you know, Casey Squared, like I give them two, three years. I would love to see them as like the women's tag team champions. Yeah, that'd be awesome. They you really know. kicked ass. Like, oh it yeah. Was like, I thought there was no way with Martinez that they were actually going to win. Yeah, but yeah. but they really like stole the show. And that's the thing, like you know, like Casey Catanzaro is like the size of a small child. Like, yes. she barely looks over the ropes when she's standing there, but she's so athletic, and so, you know, I mean, she's from American Ninja Warrior, so yes. I mean, that's, that's understandable, but it's like, you know, she's so athletic, and she's, she, she, like, she has these expressions where you can, where she really looks determined to win, 
And, like, you can tell that, like, you know, and, and the flips that they're doing. Yeah, she's and, a feisty little bitch, and she's just flipping around everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I love Caden Carter's look. Yeah. You know, with the tattoos and the white dreads and the green contacts and everything. Um, you know, I, I, I think that they're, they're, and I love that they started dressing like each other. That was a complaint. Yeah. That's a complaint I have from Monday Night Raw, because I really, I don't like how Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot don't dress like they're a tag team. No, they don't at all. Yeah, and that, that bothers me. Um, but back to this match, like, I loved it. And then it gets even better, like, at the end when Rhea Ripley fucking comes out. And I love that Rhea Ripley is such a badass that she has to do her intro every time yeah, she comes every out. every time. Every time. And she's back for her, like, for the shit last week that Rob Stone said that she was, that they that the Rob Stone brand was not done with her. So she's yeah. back and she's like, fuck y'all. Yeah. And I love, I like, you know, like, I imagine, like, you know, fucking Rhea Ripley, when she goes to take a shower, her fucking theme song plays. She stops, does the big foot stop, and then goes in the shower. And then goes <laughs> in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's her alarm when she wakes up in the morning. No Yeah, ex exactly. You know, this is my brutality! You know? Like, <laughs> um, you know... And and then fucking Shotzi Blackheart comes out, and I love Shotzi so fucking. She's much. amazing. Yeah, like I love and like even and Shotzi even taking Mercedes Martinez down, even though Mercedes is so much bigger than her, was fucking yeah. great. Um, and I should note by the way, um, there's a video on YouTube that you can check out because uh, Shotzi had her car stolen, um, and it had all of her like wrestling gear in it. Like if you notice, she didn't have her helmet on or anything. Um, huh. and and they managed to find it. Um. During the TV tapings. So she actually, like, she's in her wrestling outfit when she goes to check out her car and see if her helmet and stuff are still in the back, in the trunk. Whoa. Yeah, like, she left the tapings and went right back to them after she found her stuff. That's fucking scary. Everyone just, like, stop stealing shit and scaring people. We don't need this, especially this year. Yeah, you know, so... But I love Shotzi. I would not mind, this match is not on TakeOver yet, but I wouldn't mind if either Mercedes Martinez versus Rhea Ripley, or even a tag match, if it's the Robert Stonebrand versus Rhea Ripley and Shotzi Blackheart, I would love to see that. Like, that would be really fun. It would be awesome. But I mostly want to see Rhea versus uh, Mercedes, because that, yeah. that's two women that will just beat the living shit out of each it's other. It's just like a sexy match. I'm all for it. <laughs> you know. So then the final thing we had for NXT, we had uh, Candice LeRae with her husband, uh, Johnny Gargano, and her dog, which they did not name. Yeah, they didn't name the dog, you're right. Um, my big problem with this is that I don't think Candice LeRae is used to being a heel yet. I don't think she's gotten her bad guy vibes down quite well enough. I didn't take any notes about it because I didn't really care enough. I just was like, oh, dog! Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but I mean, that's the thing. is it takes Sometimes when someone's been a good guy their whole career, it takes them a while to get used to being a bad guy. Like, Bailey went through that. Bailey and Sasha are the best things in wrestling right now. But if you go back a year, Bailey was really awkward when she was trying to be bad. And then yeah, she, sure. and then she just kind of found her groove, and you know, and now it's magic. So, I I hope Candice LeRae finds the same thing because Candice LeRae, I don't think is used to being bad yet. But we'll see, we'll see. Maybe she'll get better as time goes on. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was NXT uh, Takeover. Uh, sorry, that was sorry, that was NXT with Takeover coming on Saturday. Um, Saturday, yeah. Yep, Saturday. Uh, predictions for uh, NXT Takeover. Uh, 
I, I, once again, I think Io Shirai is, there's no way that Dakota Kai beats her. Yeah, I think that Io Shirai is definitely a shoe in for that as well. And if they do Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah versus Rhea Ripley and Shotzi, or Rhea and, uh, versus Mercedes, I would like to see Rhea and Shotzi win. I'm all for Rhea every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know, I think Rhea kind of needs a big win, and I think that that'd be really good for her. Yeah. Um, she lost a lot of credibility after Charlotte beat her at WrestleMania, so mm-hmm. I think ultimately we're, we're going to see Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley for the women's title, yeah. and I think this, this helps build towards it if she goes over uh, Mercedes. So, that is NXT. Uh, let's Woo! go to Monday Night Raw, uh, where we start with Zelina Vega with uh, Andrade and Angel Garza, and uh, Zelina is so good on the mic. She really is. Like, Zelina, like, I love Zelina. I, I, I didn't really love her outfit. I've seen Zelina in such cool outfits over the years, and so it's weird to see her in what just looked like a weird purple thing she picked up. Yes. But, like, otherwise, um, I thought she, you know, and so apparently one of the Street Profits has been poisoned, and, uh, you know, um... And I, and I love the line she gave about here. I don't live off my man's success. I create it. I love that, too. I wrote that down. I got chills. I was like, you go, you little bitch. Oh, You're yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so we they had a singles match between two people in a tag team. And I'll be honest with you, this is my own personal bias. I hate that. I hate when there's a, there's two people known for being in a tag team. And they have them do a singles match. It just, I, it, it, I hate it, and you're going to hear about it later on when it happened with the women. Um, I just, I hate it. it. It bothers the shit out of me. So I didn't really care. But then Bianca Belair attacked, and then those two had a match. And oh. Bianca, Bianca is a fucking goddess, man. She's a Bianca, force of nature. Yeah, like, Bianca's going to be a star. Like, she her, just throws her around, like, yeah. constantly. You have to, I'll, I'll have to show you her match versus Rhea Ripley. Okay. And her matches were against Charlotte. Like, those were fucking great. I just loved in this match, too, that the official gets in between them. And yeah. it's just, like, I feared for his life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, no, like, those two... And, and you know, what I love about this match is both of them know their characters. Zelina knows... Zelina knows she's smaller, she has to be quick, she has to be crafty, she has to cheat a little, and Bianca knows she's strong and athletic, and she can just throw Zelina around like a fucking pinball. Yes. And I loved that. Um, so, Bianca wins. Uh, I didn't really love that they did an interview while be- while Zelina is still, like, dead in the middle of the floor. Um, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was a little mean, but that's wrestling. <laughs> you know, but, um, I, as far as who poisoned her husband, I don't really care very much, but I imagine it is not Selena. I think it's their way of introducing somebody new. Yeah, I agree. It'll be something that we find out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it'll be someone who we haven't seen before or something like that. Uh, so Mickey J, maybe on Sunday, uh, with SummerSlam. Yeah, that'd be the time to do it. Yeah. So, uh, Mickey James comes out, uh, you're not really that familiar with Mickey James, but I'll say Mickey James was the person in the first WrestleMania women's match that I thought was the best match of the evening. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was her versus Trish Stratus. It was, it was I think, like 2005 or so. I don't even remember what fucking number of WrestleMania that was, but it was the first time that I was like, wow, like, you know, by that point, 
women's matches were okay. They weren't great, but they were all right. And then Trish Stratus and Mickie James just go out and just blew everyone away. And it was fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. I, I mean, from what you've, you've, you've mentioned it before. Yeah, I'll have to show you that match one day. Because yeah. it's really fucking great. Um, and uh, you'll probably like Mickie's outfit in that. Um, Is he dressed like a mouse? Uh, she, no, no, she, no. Is, she is not dressed like a mouse. See, that shows how little I know about these people. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Mickey came out, uh, you know, talking about her comeback and stuff. And then Lana and Natty come out dressed like they're wearing weird shower curtains. And yeah, that was fucking weird. <laughs> acting like they're like Instagram influencers or something. I don't know what the hell's going on there. The less Lana I can have on my television, the better. Um, so we shall see about that. And then Liv Morgan, uh, had a match versus Peyton Royce. And as I've said before, I really want Liv Morgan to start dressing a little more like Ruby Riot, yeah. So that it looks like they're a fucking team. They don't look like they're a team. I thought they were going against each other. Yeah, like, you know, like, the thing is, is that, like, maybe that's part of, you know, the storyline of them not trusting each other enough yet. And maybe that will be part of the payoff. That when they do start dressing, to, you know, alike, then that'll mean that, okay, now all is forgiven and they can really be a team now. But as it is right now, there's just a weird disconnect that Liv is in some sort of like, you know, don't get me wrong, it's kind of, it's sexy, but she's in like a kind of dominatrix like thing. Um, yeah, and, we're not saying we weren't into it. <laughs> yeah, and, and Ruby is dressed like she's on St. Mark's Place, you know. Like, yes. so... She belongs know. in one of our films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, so, uh, it's, it's kind of weird. So then, we got, um, you know, we always do, like, kind of a match of the week. I'm gonna say my match of the week right now, because it was fucking Asuka and Bailey. Oh, well, that's mean, because that's the one I was gonna pick. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we don't, we can pick the same match. It's not like, it's not like no, we, you don't have a match, now you have to pick one of the AEW ones. No! no! Like, you know? God, no! <laughs> Fuck. You know. Yeah, Asuka um, and fucking Bailey, man, just incredible, just craftsmanship and artistry and just, they were 100% themselves, and they fucking, it looked exhausting. <laughs> oh, God, that one part where they just kept reversing, like, submission holds on each yeah. other. That was fucking amazing. This is the only match that I wrote, like, a full page of notes on. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, yeah, like, my notes go from one page to the other on this one, because there's yeah. just so much that I loved about it. It was so good. They have, they have amazing chemistry. And it felt like a fight. It felt like, you know, like, if you didn't know real life, you would think that Asuka and Bailey really hated each other. That, you, that they really wore out to kill each other, and this yeah. was the most legal way that they could do it. Because it was just so fucking brutal, and, like, they're laying punches on each other, and, like, yeah, you know, like, I love that. Like, at one point, when, like, Bailey has Asuka in a hold, and mm -hmm. Asuka gets to the ropes, and Bailey has to let go, and Bailey's just fucking wailing on her. Yeah. Like, oh, and, like, the expression on her face where she looked like somebody who legit wanted to beat someone down. And it was like, I loved this. This is like a pay-per-view type match. No, it definitely was. I was like, Bailey really... Because I think about Asuka because, like, you all know, because Charles has said it, that Charles got me into wrestling a couple years ago. And just the way you always talked about Asuka. And I feel like Bailey was just very different then. Um, but the, always the way that you've talked about Asuka is that, like, she's like this fucking hurricane. She's unstoppable. Yeah, she's yeah. just, like, 
the scariest, most incredible. Just like my favorite thing is how she just like puts her butt everywhere. Oh yes, yes, but that's that's the other thing. I'm gonna say right now, I refuse to call it a hip attack. That is not a hip attack. That it's is a, an ass attack. That's an ass that, attack. She just throws is, her ass everywhere. And I remember that when we saw her, didn't we see them? We saw her at SummerSlam, right? Uh, we, no, she didn't wrestle at SummerSlam. She wrestled at Evolution. Evolution. That's where I saw. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, she's throwing her butt at everyone. This is so <laughs> exciting. Um, yeah, no, but I was like, Bailey's really killing it. She's holding her own against this fucking like god of wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it was yeah. really awesome. Yeah, it was fucking great, and like I cannot talk en- enough. If you if you watch one match this week, you have to watch Bailey and Oscar. Yeah, and if Oscar wins, of course. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, so and that means that um that Oscar is going to be fighting uh Sasha Banks. Sasha, yeah. On uh on Sunday, uh, Ooh. which which we will actually be doing a uh. Uh, kind of a reaction to SummerSlam, like right after it happened. So you, yeah, if you want to tune in, uh, you late can watch Sunday it night. with us. Kind of just wait a little bit and watch yeah. it with us. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then after the match, they tease a little dissension between Bailey and Sasha because uh, that's a match that I think people have been waiting for for the longest time is to see Bailey and Sasha go at it and. I don't care what other people say. I want them to fucking milk this. I want them to hold out until, like, January before they finally break up. Before they break up, yeah. Yeah, because I that is a match that deserves to be at a WrestleMania. Yeah, I agree. Like, Bailey versus Sasha, when they finally fucking go at each other, it needs to be a WrestleMania. It needs to be at the biggest event of the year. So, I want them to tease dissension and tease dissension and tease dissension and have it finally blow up. Tease dissension, new band name, I call it. Yeah, like, just blow up in fucking, uh, you know, uh, Royal Rumble. So, uh, and I, and, and I love that Bailey, Bailey lost when she was mocking Kyrie Sane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but yeah, like, there's just so much, oh my god, the fucking, the sunset bomb, and, and, oh. It was and a when, great match. When Oscar came, when Oscar tried to do an ass attack, and Bailey caught her, yeah. And then threw her into the fucking turnbuckle. Like, that was, like, fucking amazing. It was amazing. Uh, so, then we had Raw Underground, which I hate Raw Underground. I really wish there was no Raw Underground. Uh, Shayna Baszler beat up a bunch of people. That tends uh, to happen. You know, and uh, one of which was a blonde girl who looked like she was about four foot three or something. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, because Shayna is not, like, a super tall woman. I think Shayna's, like, 5'6 or 5'7 or something like she that. She looks 6'5". Yeah, <laughs> like, Shayna was towering over this over this girl, so I don't know how short this person is, but Shayna kicked her ass. And I do love that uh, Shayna was challenging that giant fucking dude, though, who I think is, like, 7'4 or yeah. something like that. <laughs> so I honestly think Shayna could probably beat him. So, oh no doubt. So, uh, and that was Monday Night Raw. Um, so we go to SmackDown, which opens with Sasha and Bailey, who are just the fucking stars of the WWE right now. Uh huh. They're just like off on the sidelines. Yeah, like I love them. Like, de- like deciding that they're going to be ring announcers this time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, and once again, they hinted at a little bit of tension between the two of them. Um. And I and I also love them kicking out the fucking um, <laughs> kicking out the ring announcer. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so they could be the ring announcer. And they do their insulting intros, starting with the Iconics. Uh-huh. Where they're like, oh, you guys are cute, and we really like beating you up. <laughs> and, and then they introduce Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart from uh, NXT. I, I just love- got exciting that Tegan was in it, because I was like, yeah. oh, I miss yeah. you. And I love that fucking Shotzi Blackheart on Fox managed to sneak in a welcome to the ball pit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, this is on television. Yeah, I love Shotzi's constant reference to balls and how she managed to sneak that one in there. She's taking my thing. I'm yeah. Just on you. And and then Lacey Evans comes in and you weren't watching uh when this happened, but they had a whole big feud where they involved Lacey's daughter. So that's who uh they were asking about when they were like, Hey Lacey, how's uh you know, whatever her name was. That was in yeah. summer. And like that's her daughter. Who's like nine or something like that. Um, Fuck. So, and then Asuka was the surprise entrance, and Asuka attacks uh, Shayna. I'm not Shayna, uh, Sasha and Bailey. My mm-hmm. big complaint with this is I think that Asuka should have been announced last. Yeah, and she wasn't. You're right. I feel like Asuka should have been announced last, and we should have heard everybody else coming in, and then Asuka attacks at the very end. Mm-hmm. Where then they can be like, hey, wait, this is some sort of mistake, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, so, uh, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan were eliminated in, like, less than a minute, and yeah. I thought that was kind of sad, um, as well as the Iconics. Um, yeah, they happen, like, one after another, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I get that they're trying to, you know, push the feud that they have going on Monday Night Raw between each other, but they... I honestly think they should have been in, like, no one should have been eliminated for, like, the first five minutes or something. Right. Um, and then, uh, Tamina eliminates Nikki Cross, um, Mm -hmm. and then Bianca Belair, just showing how crazy fucking strong she is by, like, eliminating Tamina, who is so much fucking bigger than her. Yeah, she is. Um, you know, and I love, and I love the little shrug she does. (laughs) <laughs> after like yeah i did that Oops. it's like oh yeah i'm strong whatever <laughs> you know uh-huh. um you know and then um naomi is eliminated by lacy and then uh lacy is thrown out by shotzi um and then they recreate uh shotzi so um a couple months ago they had a uh an nxt number one uh number sorry like a, a number one contender thing for the women's uh championship and uh what happened was Shotzi Blackheart actually uh, threw out Deanna Perazu. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, before Deanna went to uh, Impact. And uh, Shotzi was eliminated the exact same way by being grabbed from the bottom, you know, and pulled out. Um, so I get that they were doing it because I guess they figured not everyone watches NXT, but I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, we've seen that. Uh, Tegan uh, uh, eliminated Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dana Brooke, uh, basically surprised everybody by showing up and eliminating, uh, you know, Tegan. Um. Which made me sad, because I don't care about Dana. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing about Dana is that, like, Dana doesn't even get the hide-under-the-ring thing properly. You don't do it when there's two people in the ring. You do it when there's one person, and they think they won. Yes. That's when you throw out the last person. And so, of course, she gets her ass thrown out. And then it's down to Oscar versus Shayna Baszler, which is a match I so want to fucking see. Right? Same. Like, that's gonna... Like, they've already had one match, and, and, and that was kind of crazy, but, like, letting them get a full 20 minutes or something will just be utter fucking brutality. 
Um, so, you know, um, Bailey goes and tries to attack Asuka. In all honesty, I don't know if I, if, if I had to fight the winner of Asuka versus Shayna, I don't know who the fuck I'd want to win, because either one. Either <laughs> like, one, you're basically asking for your death. Yeah. So, you know, Asuka goes and knocks down uh, Sasha and Bailey, and then Shayna throws her out of the ring, and I love Asuka love using this. Sasha and Bailey as stepping stones. She's literally on their necks so she doesn't get eliminated. Yeah, yeah, I love that so much, that she used the two of them so she didn't get eliminated, and then Asuka wins. That means Asuka's getting two matches on Sunday. Yeah, and then also I was just like, I was like, this that moment where she like got thrown over by Shayna and didn't and wasn't out because she made the decision to attack Sasha and Bailey and use them as these fucking stepping stones, like that was probably my favorite moment of the whole thing. Oh, yeah, like, that was, that was fucking great, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, so, this Sunday, uh, we're gonna see two matches, Asuka versus Sasha and Asuka versus Bailey. Um, I would not be surprised if she wins one of them, but I don't think she'll win both. I agree. Yeah, and I think that her winning one of them and one of them having two belts and the other one not will lead for more tension between the two of them. Exactly. It's like you're a screenwriter or something. I know. I know. It's great, Craig. So then we had a, uh, a uh, promo from Mandy Rose um, leading to, to Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose um, next Sunday. It's going to be hair versus hair. So loser's going to get their head shaved. Um, Very exciting. I honestly think Mandy Rose should lose because I think it'll be good for her career. Yeah, and she already got her hair cut off already, so well, just keep well, doing it. Well, here's the thing. Mandy Rose has this, like, kind of prejudice towards her because she came in as a bikini model. And, you know, like, she came in not really being a huge wrestling person, and yet she's taken to it, and she's gotten really good, and she's developed all these skills, but she's still more known for being pretty than being good. And I think if she gets her head shaved and has to change her whole gimmick, I think it'll be really good for her. If yeah. her gimmick is no longer, she's hot. You know, like, not that she won't, you know, potentially look hot with her head shaved, but I think but that, like... we can focus on something else, like her skills. Yeah, exactly. Um, and as far as her skills go, like, because she's great in the ring, unfortunately... And I also, you know what the other thing is? She's not a bad actress, but she is not Sonya Deville. No. And I think that, like, Sonya is so good at her promos that it makes Mandy look bad. Yeah, I agree. It makes Mandy look like she's not anywhere near as good as she is, so I think her getting her head shaved, changing her gimmick completely, and having a whole new start, I think, will be great for her. Mm -hmm. Um... You know, I mean, I think it's, it's, enti I mean, because really, if Sonya gets her head shaved, Sonya will make it work with the fucking suit and everything. Like, Sonya will look fucking great. Um, but I think, and you know, and Sonya's whole thing is not about her looks. So I think that, like, you know, Mandy really should lose the match in order to get a chance to, to do something more with herself. So now we enter the Alexa Bliss Hour. I um, love Alexa Bliss so much. I hated her, and now I love her. She's, without it, in my mind, I think she's the best actor. 
mm-hmm. in the women's stuff. Like, I was like, I believe you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, so Alexa Bliss, uh, she gave, like, you know, we see her with Nikki Cross, um, and then we see her at a sit-down interview, um, and I think she, you know, she can't, like, the sit-down interview, she looked like she was genuinely, like, enthralled by the fiend and stuff, and, yeah. like, you know, it really sold the character and the whole mystique behind him. Yeah. And then Brown Snowman comes out, uh, freshly, freshly shaved, and what I kind of loved about this is her yelling at Brown Snowman, and him acting like a survivor of, of trauma or something by not looking at her, like he can't face... He what can't face... Truth, like, what the truth is, you know? Yeah, he's a big baby. Yeah, and then he picks her up, and she's, like, eight feet in the fucking air from this I was guy. like, you might as well put down on your resume that you're an acrobat now, Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, because, you know, I was like, you were so high up in the air right now. <laughs> yeah, and then he throws her, and the fucking lights go off, I guess in case she had a bad landing or something. Um, yeah, and then the lights come on, and the fiend is there. <laughs> yeah, and then they're both, the fiend and brown snowman are laughing, and Alexa's in some sort of weird supernatural pissing contest. Um, <laughs> you know... And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm intrigued by where this goes. I actually think it made me care a little bit more about Brown Snowman versus The Fiend. Me too. Um, just because I want to see what Alexa does in it. I don't, I care about The Fiend, I care about Alexa, I don't really care about Brown Snowman, but him being associated with Alexa makes me a little bit more interested in the match. Agreed. So we're going to go to AEW now. To, no! Uh, to the, uh, the Diva Cup, no. as I like to call it. Um, so... No. So, Big Swole's <laughs> out there, and then Little Swole, Nicole Savoy, comes out, and, uh, they don't say who she is until she's left the room. Uh, she just kind of comes out, makes some weird noises, and, uh, so then, uh, Leva Bates and Ratchet Chan uh, Chanel, I'm sorry, Roche Chanel, um... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Charles. <laughs> you know, uh... <laughs> You know, they. I'm sorry, I don't speak French. Anyway, <laughs> where I come from, we pronounce it ratchet. So, anyway, uh, they are an incredibly shitty team. Yeah, Leva, I agree. Leva Bates probably has the single worst gimmick in all of wrestling. Her weird shushing the crowd and, and having Peter Avalon come out in a bathrobe. And, oh my fucking god. Like, I just... Oh my god. Like, you know, here's the thing. I thought, you know, I already know Nicole Savoy is, is really good, because she was in the Mae Young Classic. Yeah. Um. So was Big Swole. And both of them were really impressive. And those two were really good. And I just kept watching this match going, I wish they were fighting people who didn't suck. I agree. Because I'm not, I'm not going to fucking even mince words here. Ratchet Chanel was fucking awful she has no and i really being hated in... leva bates i don't like her librarian get up i don't like any of it yeah like you know and Le leva bates you know leva bates you know what else i'll even say about her she isn't a bad wrestler but they gave her such a fucking bad gimmick that it weighs her down she's it's so really bad she's so trying to do this awful librarian gimmick and it's just death it is like it is like it's like Fucking being a stripper and having the DJ play comfortably numb. There is no way that, like, you can recover from having that gimmick. It's just fucking awful. And, you know, like, Little Swole did a whole bunch of cool matches. I mean, a whole bunch of cool moves. 
Big Swole did a whole bunch of cool moves, and their opponents just sucked. Yeah, I agree. Like, they're, they're two gimmicks that have very little ability, and they're so focused on their gimmicks that they're not actually wrestling. Agreed. And the, I wanted to punch the referee in the face during this match. Like, the oh, referee yeah. like the, the referee is not paying attention to any of the rules. People are outside the ring. He's not counting. Um, there's four people in the ring. He's not counting. It's like, you, there are fucking rules in a tag team match, you fucking moron. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, like, I was so fucking angry. You'd be a it, fun, you'd be a fun ref, or you'd be, you'd be like the douchey manager who, like, tries to dress up as the ref. <laughs> <laughs> so, and here's my thing. So, Nicole Savoy and, uh, sorry, Lil Swole, uh, teaming up with Big Swole by random coincidence. Why even have it be a random, te- random tag thing if teams are going to be hooked up with each other? There's no way that three fucking teams wound up with their of, actual people. Yeah, that there's no way that would actually happen. No. So, you know, uh, so that was annoying. And then the thing I hated the most of the entire fucking week happened, where they allowed the fucking Dasha to be Tom Hanks and Big, where. <laughs> She just like you get to be a wrestler now, and she's like, "Oh boy, that's great!" And it it if if there's anything that makes being a wrestler seem like it takes no effort and anybody can fucking do it, it's that. Yeah. And it's just like, and then and you know, and she had to fight Ivelisse and Diamante, who are really good, but they're fighting once again a person who sucks, and Rachel Erling, who is really strong but didn't do anything to impress me. No, she didn't do anything. Yeah. And so, you know, and that's the funny thing is, uh, you know, Rachel Erling was in one of my favorite matches in the Mae Young Classic. Well, she's uh, a tank, dude. Like, what? You know, she's a tank. Yeah. yeah. She was in one of my favorite matches, but now I wonder if maybe it was her opponent, uh, Lady Godzilla, who kind of made that match as good as it was. Because Probably. she was, she showed me nothing in this match. I was not impressed at all. Um, so... And here's my other thing is it well the two big complaints that I have that about that. Uh number one, uh Diamante is wearing tights that say LAX. LAX was her gimmick in Impact Wrestling. Oh. Did so she, she also have her wrestling gear stolen? No. That's what no. she had to wear. She's she's wearing her wrestling gear from a gimmick she had two years ago, which is weird. Yeah, that is it's weird. like why don't you wear new tights? Like, I don't get it. Um, and the other thing She's on unemployment like Nia Jax. Yeah, like, and then the (laughs) other thing about it is that Dasha is not, is supposed to be an announcer that they gave this magical wish to, and yet Diamante and Ivelisse take forever to beat her up. It should have taken them 30 seconds, because they're really good, and she isn't. And it should have taken them, like, 30 seconds to beat her. Agreed. Like, the match really should have gone, like, they're beating the shit out of her, and every time they pin her, Rachel Erling comes in the ring and stops them from pinning her. She shouldn't be kicking out on her own. She's an announcer. Far as I know, this is the first match she's had that I know about ever, and if, and she was an announcer in the WWE for years, so it might be the first match she's had in five or six years if she had a match before the WWE. Yeah. So... No, I hated this. I hated this so fucking much. Um, you know, and then, of course, 
fucking, you know, the announce. So Diamante and Ivelisse win. And the first question, the moron backstage, fucking Alex Marvez asks, is how did you two come together? You mean random fucking draw? That's how the goddamn tournament happens, you idiot. What an idiot. I, I missed that. I honestly, during most of this, I just zone out. I don't care enough. Yeah, and then, uh, so yeah, so that was the, uh, the Diva Cup, and, uh, so we go to AW Dark, where Rachel Erling is fighting Penelope Ford, um, Penelope Ford is so good. She's Penelope, so good. I wish Penelope Ford was somewhere else. If she, I wish she was in, like, the WWE or Impact or something. Yeah, Because she's so fucking good. Like, she's, She'll get there. I feel like she's, no, she just lost a, a women's, uh, t uh, um, title shot in AEW. On the last pay-per-view, she just lost her women's shot. Um, but, like, I feel like she's wasted there, because she's just so good. She has such great expressions, and her moves are great. And I even love her... I love... Her and Kip Sabian are a thing in real life, apparently. Um, uh -huh. And you can kind of tell by the fact that, you know, they're shoving each other's tongues down each other's throats. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny um, how the commentators were like, come on! <laughs> you know, well, I mean, you know... And and you know what? I'll tell you something that really that really pissed me off, and it pissed me off more about last week. Isn't it funny how the same two commentators were who were giving Abaddon shit and making fun of her are suddenly really respectful when it's a very con a conventionally beautiful woman? Yes, I know exactly. You know, like that made me even more pissed off at how what a joke they were making of the match last week. Yeah, they should be fired. <laughs> yeah, like fucking fuck you, Taz. Fuck you, Taz. Taz, you can suck a dick. There you go, Taz. Suck my you, dick, Taz. In fact, even better, you can suck the leaf blower that keeps safe that keeps saving randomly whipped out for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, and once again, Rachel Erling was in the match and didn't really do much except be really strong. Um, and then, uh. You know, we go to AEW Dynamite, where the or the women's champion, Hikaru Shida versus uh, Heather Monroe, and uh, Shida was doing uh, some Tifa from Final Fantasy VII uh, cosplay, and Shida has really good moves and really awful expressions. None of her expressions look real. Like, she looks like, she looks like a bad actress. She does, um, you're right, but she looks really cute. And the match went way too long. Fucking Heather Monroe looks like she, once again, another person in AW looks like she has no idea what the fuck she's doing. I didn't move, even write her name down. The move, like, she, I don't know what that weird, like, you know, body diaper thing she was wearing was. Yeah, fucking stupid. And, and then at the end of the match, she's in a submission hold, and the, look, the expression on her face was if she didn't know she's supposed to be acting like she's hurt. Like, like she had really no idea what the fuck was going on there. Um, I this match went way too long. Sheeta should have just fucking destroyed her. Um, also funny by the way that Sheeta does not have an action figure, but Brandy Rhodes does, even though Sheeta is the women's champion. Um, awful selling by uh, Monroe, who once again another woman who really shouldn't be in the ring, um, in AEW, and uh. The only thing that I came away with this is that out of all the, the Japanese wrestlers in major federations like Asuka and Io Shirai and all that, I think Shida has the best English. <laughs> I, I, that was literally my only, my only uh, uh, you know, the only thing I came away with from this. So, 
You know what? I'm going to say right now, and this is, uh, this might be a little controversial with a couple people, Chelsea, but honestly, I'm thinking of not covering AEW anymore. I'm fine with that. I, I think we should give them one more week. Maybe they'll completely blow us away next week. But, you know, well, this week. But I, if they don't, if I don't see a giant improvement in AEW, I think we're going to stop covering them. Is Abaddon in AEW, though? Yeah, she is. Can we just cover her if she has a match? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could, I guess. Um, yeah, I just love her so much. She doesn't deserve I, to be there. I, I feel like we'll just get pissed off by Taz saying stupid shit, though. But I kind of, I feel like now we have this story going on, <laughs> just in our episodes about shitting on Taz. <laughs> so, we'll, but, yeah, sorry, guys. We're not yeah. into it. Yeah, like, you know what? Like, I genuinely love women's wrestling, and I genuinely love women's wrestling a lot more than men's wrestling, and I don't in AEW. AEW, it's a bunch of women who shouldn't be in the ring, making the women who actually are good not look as good as they could be. Yeah. Like, I, like I, you know what? If, if fucking Big Swole and Little Swole were going against Penelope Ford, I, think that, I would think that would be great. But they're not. They're going against fucking Ratchet Chanel and Le Leva Bates, who has to shush people instead of actually wrestling. And they're going against fucking, you know, Heather Monroe. And it's just boring. And I hate it. And so, you know, as I said, I'm giving real consideration. We'll, we'll give them another week. We'll see how the Diva Cup goes this week. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm, I'm really losing faith in AEW here. I don't uh, care. You know, we're trying, guys. We're really trying. I know a bunch of you guys are AEW fans, but their women's wrestling is really subpar. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to finish up uh, with Impact Wrestling. Yay! Um, who are really good. And that's the thing. If I could, if we only covered the WWE and NXT and Impact, I will be happy with that. Because there's such, right. such really good stuff going on there. Um, so uh, it's Kimberly versus Jordan Grace. Yes. Um, my complaint a little bit about Jordan Grace, and it's not about her wrestling, because her wrestling is spot on. Mm -hmm. I fucking love watching her. She has great expressions. I love the growls she makes. I love how fucking hard-hitting and strong she is. My big complaint about Jordan Grace, you got your ass beaten by Deanna Prazu. You lost your title. Why are you smiling when you're coming in the ring? Oh, yeah. I, I you should... She I should be... She should be really pissed off. She should be coming in there with purpose. She should be coming in there like, no more smiling. I'm gonna, f I'm angry because I'm gonna I mean, take down. I mean, you can tell that obviously Diana. someone told her to do that. Yeah, like I don't know. I didn't like it. Um, but the actual match was great. Um, it was good. Kim, Kim, uh, Kimberly. She, she looked like yeah, Kimberly. She looked like like a badass like Viking Tinkerbell. <laughs> See, I my my thought of her, what she looks like is somebody's like biker aunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when they've got that like really badass, like tough aunt who will beat the shit of anyone who fucks with you. Yeah, but she's in a Tinkerbell costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, her outfit does not match her looks. Mm -hmm. But like, but you know, I think it was a really good match. Um, you know, um, I didn't. And Jordan like the won by submission in that one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't like the little part where they kept switching uh, pinfalls back and forth. But otherwise, I thought it was really fun. Um, and, uh, you know, but yeah, and then Jordan Grace once again is smiling after the match, and I think she really needs to not be doing that. 
Um, at least until she get at least unless she beats Diana and gets her title back, she should not be smiling right now. She should be angry that she lost her belt. Um, so then we go to Tasha Steeles and Kiara Hogan versus Havoc and uh, Nevea. Um, I had to actually write it down how to pronounce it because. Um, yeah, I was like, I'll let Charles say the name. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Heaven spelt backwards. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Nevea, um, uh, this was not that great of a match. Um, but yeah, but by the way, Kiara Hogan is, uh, in a relationship with, uh, Diamante, uh, from, uh, AEW. Oh! Um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're a, a couple. Um, but anyway, um, so this match, why the fuck are they coming out with barbecue tongs? Is that what those were? I haven't eaten meat in so long. I don't know what those are. It, they were bar barbecue tongs, yes. And, like, that's not a weapon to be fucking hitting each other with. You know what? You know what? Like, this match was poorly booked because... Here's the thing, and I'm not fat-shaming here, because I've seen Jessica Havoc be really, really cool. But you can't go and book Jessica Havoc to be exhausted in a match because it just makes her look out of shape. Yeah, you're right. She was exhausted. I feel like it was, like, I don't know. I feel, well, like, that's the thing, is I've seen her have real good stamina, I've seen her go, you know, and do some really impressive matches, and for whatever reason, they were making it look like these girls, these girls were just beating the shit out of her, and she was, like, huffing and puffing the whole time. Yeah, she spent more time grabbing a table out from underneath the ring than she did anything, and yeah. she was the one who was thrown on the table in the end. Yeah, and it didn't, it, it made her look really bad, this match. Like, it made her look like she's, like, has poor conditioning, and I don't know if that's supposed to be a storyline or whatever, but it just made, like, I'm just like, you can't have the biggest girl in your federation acting like all, like she's exhausted and huffing and puffing and everything, because it just makes people, if, if I was watching wrestling for the first time, and you know, and that's the thing, you've never seen Jessica Havoc wrestle before. No. So when you see this match, you don't come away thinking, oh man, they exhausted Jessica Havoc, you know, she's so good, they're so good that they exhausted Jessica Havoc, you come away from the match looking and going, oh man, like, that girl really needs to work on her cardio, you know? Yeah. Like, so, that was, that was not cool, and I really wish that they would fix that, um, and then Deanna Perazu, uh, did a promo, and her mm -hmm. and Jordan, her and Jordan Grace are gonna get a 30-minute iron, uh, I'm calling an iron woman match, I don't care. An emergence, right? Is that what it uh, is? Yeah, yeah, in two weeks. Um. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool, like, having, them having a rematch, uh, it's gonna be a half an hour, whoever has the most wins after a half an hour is the winner. That's so cool. And then, uh, we closed up with the weird reality TV thing in the Backyard Wrestling. I fucking that, hate that. That Impact is doing, and this is why I didn't want to do it last week. I just, but I figured I would let you at least see some of the other women's wrestlers there, but I don't, I don't like this. It looks unprofessional when they're out in a fucking backyard somewhere. Yeah, it was really dumb. I hardly took any notes because I was like, what the fuck is this garbage? Yeah, like, it doesn't, it doesn't make anyone look good, and there's a lot of really talented wrestlers in there. Uh, unfortunately, none of them were in that, uh, only one of them was in that match, because Susie's really good, and Alicia Edwards is not. But, um, you know, and the dudes yelling catfight does really not help it either. It, it just makes it seem like, like, again, going with the fact that it's unprofessional. Yeah, 
So I think this week of Impact, a lot of um, the Kimberly match for Jordan Grace was great. Um, they really need to book the Havoc, uh, Nevaeh, and uh, Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan match differently because it really it made Havoc look so bad. And I and and I could really do without the backyard bullshit. I can too. Yeah, and like I I can do without that, and I can do without their weird like sitcom acting that is going on. Yeah, it was it was like a sitcom and it, or it was the beginning of a bad porn. <laughs> you know, so I mean cuz believe me, Taya Valkyrie is fucking great and you know, but Taya Valkyrie should not be doing that acting that she was doing cuz it just yeah. was like, you know, oh my god, Taya Valkyrie by the way, if you remember from the Miz and John Morrison, uh that's the Miz's that's uh John Morrison's wife. Yes, I do remember that. Good for yeah. me. I'm learning things. I'm I'm yeah. retaining information. There you go. I actually will make. I actually think that we will probably see Taya Valkyrie in the WWE when her contract runs out with Impact. Now that her husband's uh, over there, so yeah. that's at least my prediction. Uh, so uh, let's do our predictions then for uh, SummerSlam, which is coming up this Sunday. So uh, the two big match, actually the three matches they've announced. Uh, involving women are Mandy Rose versus uh, Sonya Deville in a hair versus hair match. Um, I we have both agreed that Mandy should lose and Sonya should win, but who do you think will? Do you think it'll still be Sonya? Yeah, I hope it's Sonya. I think it'll be Sonya. Okay, great. Uh, so Sasha versus Asuka. I just want Asuka to win everything. <laughs> so she'll be Asuka two belts. Okay. Um, and uh, so do you also think Asuka will then beat Bailey as well? Uh, I I mean she just beat Bailey. I think that it's more likely that Oscar will beat Sasha and maybe Bailey will come out on top against Oscar. Okay, so you're gonna go with uh, Bailey uh, lo- Bailey winning and uh, Sasha losing. Yeah. All right. Um, I will go with uh, the opposite. Just uh, so one of us wins. So one of us <laughs> wins, and the other one can rub it in the other one person's face. Yes. So whichever one, actually, then we both win. Um, <laughs> if Oscar. Yeah. See, this is us. This is us because we're heels. We're the bad guys, and we're cheating here. So uh-huh. if we both take in the bet, and Oscar beats both, and Oscar beats both of them, well, both of us said she'd beat one of them. And if Oscar beats neither of them, well, both of us said that Oscar would only beat one. So there you go. <laughs> Just when you think we have all, you have all the answers. We change the question, bitches. There yes. you go. So, um, and our match of the week, um, I I agree with you. It was uh, Sasha. It was Oscar versus Bailey. I can't Definitely. wait to see that. I can't wait to see that rematch. Um, so then, finally, who would you say is the wrestler of the week? Oscar. I would have to agree with you. I would say Oscar yes. is definitely yeah. After winning the battle royal, winning fucking Baris Bailey, I think Oscar. Um, just blew me away, as she usually does, so. Yeah, she's um, amazing. We love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, there we go. That is this week's Beyond the Barrel! And, uh, <laughs> you know, so tune in, uh, well, next week we're gonna have, uh, we'll, you know, we'll talk about the week's wrestling, but we also, as I said, Sunday night, we're gonna talk about SummerSlam. Because we're gonna be, we're gonna be watching it, and then right afterwards, so about an hour after SummerSlam, you're gonna have... A new podcast to listen to. Hooray! Wow. Lucky you. Exactly. You should. You should be thankful. So you should just listen to us, and Jewel sponsor me. Okay, bye. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, people, this has been Charles D. Lincoln. And I'm Chelsea Lizard. And we are... Well, we're done. I guess we're done. Bye.